they took down the Christmas tree at my gym and I was kind of bummed about it today. I miss Christmas. <laughs> when you're missing Christmas. Yeah, I'm missing Christmas. I remember I remember one year, whatever year Home Alone 2 came out, being like so sad that that Christmas <laughs> was over and listening to the Home Alone 2 soundtrack <laughs> on repeat the first few weeks of January. <laughs> Um, so maybe it might be nice to close this show with with a selection from it. TLC Sleigh Ride, one of the best modern Christmas songs, I think. You is think on so? It. I love TLC Sleigh Ride. Mm. I mean, it's okay. It's good. I wouldn't say it's one of the best. Well, one of my, I'm sorry. I should have said one of my favorites. Oh, okay. Well, it's I, cool because it's literally Sleigh Ride. Do you like Christmas and Chill? Christmas and Chill? Not really. I love Christmas and Chill. No, that, I, I don't like Santa Tell Me at all. Oh, I like Santa Tell Me. Because it sounds Santa like baby, 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 baby. Yeah, that's why I like it. Oh, that's why I don't like it. <laughs> Wait, there there was a Christmas song that was in Saltburn that I really liked, and I looked it up. It's like, I think the band is called Cheeky Girls. It's like so British. Mm-hmm. Never heard of them before. Never heard of them. But they're the Cheeky Girls, and it's Have a Cheeky Christmas. Okay. I really like it. Let's get cheeky. Romanian. Oh, the Romanian. Okay, I see. It's from 2003. It's a good one. It's pretty incredible. know about these cheeky girls no about them well their first uk hit which number hit number two is called cheeky song touch my bum wait wait what year did it come out 2002 okay this sounds really familiar because that's when i was in the uk a Uh lot like that's when i was spending a lot of time there because i was seeing someone Oh my god, look how crooked those teeth were. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah, I like it too. reminiscent of tattoo and that like i'm yes, like are you sisters are you lovers right are you both <laughs> um also i love that this went to number two in the uk <laughs> it's so a I uk mean, like, number two that's, song that's but that is uh that is a country with a sense of humor yeah you know but also this is like i can picture people dancing to this in the club like people like this if this came out today it would be a big internet thing but if the right. old gatekeepers of 10 15 years ago in the US were in place it never would have ascended yeah, to any to kind anything. of chart position yeah. but i mean british people know what they like i want to watch a documentary about them right okay there is a documentary called we are the cheeky girls <gasps> Ooh, how long is it it's uh 48 minutes we should watch it for next week we should <laughs> emergency wawoo <laughs> speaking of we did an emergency wawoo of the curious case of Natalia Grace, season two, Natalia Speaks. Yes. 
and which is a travesty of a television show god but you know required viewing right and uh but we weren't not gonna watch it of course but it's just those producers are gross you know i follow the natalia grace reddit and mm-hmm. um i one of the things i got like so mad at someone in there that i started typing and it was like two in the morning like mm-hmm. i'd gotten up to pee and i picked up my phone mm-hmm. and then i was like what am i doing all right yeah. stop stop put it down but i was like i wanted to like defend her because people are still saying on there they're still like i i just i i don't i think everyone's lying a little bit mm. and they're like i just i can't believe any i don't believe her and someone's like you know she's definitely older than she said she was but just not that old and it's like but there's been so much proof provided yeah well there's a range right like like she might be in the upper range she might be like two years older than she said she was but her birth certificate and and her mother's R- story like they've spoken to the mother yes. and the mother is like this is when i was at the hospital this is when i had the yes. baby yeah that's not cooked up by anybody right unless i mean but isn't there isn't there something don't don't like european adoption agencies change birthdays sometimes perhaps but why would she keep their lie going she's received nothing from because it's like official document or something you know what i mean just want to get in trouble for falsifying things but in any event she never even but she she um gave up her rights at the hospital so she didn't never even like knew her Mm -hmm. uh but yeah the the producers the production of that series they are so dirty so unethical and they still are trying to like tease out this like well maybe she is evil right like narrative and then they like you know ended the season the last episode there's this like call from the new adoptive parents and they're like this girl's tweaking blah 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 blah. like she's stabbed her family in the back over a lie and then we're supposed to believe that like natalia is at odds with these people and that maybe she is evil and she like ran off or whatever Mm -hmm. so i follow them all on on social media Mm -hmm. and natalia does have her own tiktok now and she did do a live um, right after Christmas, but before her episode aired mm-hmm. from Mackenzie DePaul's house, which is where she's now living. She's living with Mackenzie DePaul. Who's that again? The DePaul's little girl. The, the this DePaul's- is the woman that she confronts in the show. No, no, no. The DePaul's were the little, little person people couple, that took her on. That, but they wanted her. Right, okay. And then the the Jaconis canceled it at the okay. last because they... Retali- it was like a retaliation right and um, so she's she is away from the mans she is but i don't think it's as sinister as that phone call i'm sure let anyone I'm, to believe i'm sure it's not as sinister and i'm sure there's still family drama that still doesn't mean right. that she wasn't abused or that she's exactly 10 years older than she says she is exactly i think she just wanted a little bit more freedom she's still very religious but i think maybe they were a little bit suffocating and i think she's she's 20 years old she's like going to find herself none of it disproves any of this stuff exactly. and now it's just like oh and so she now- still seems like she's like she's still close with them but she posted a video to her tiktok she said um that she's doing well and she wants and but she just can't say very much right now about what's going on because she signed a contract with the production company so there clearly is gonna be another season yeah well obviously they're yeah. setting it up for that but now it's just a reality now show. It's, now if it's now it's like Mama it's June like, from Hot to Not. Right. I exactly. mean from Not to Hot. And if then it was Natalia Grace and the man's bickering, which it seems like it could be. I I'm not really that invested in that. I I would be interested in her pursuit of justice against Christine. Absolutely. That's what I would be interested in. Christine would have to be And Michael. Um, and Michael. Yeah. Christine would have to be uh what's it called? Extradited? Yes. 
Christine would have to be extradited from Canada. Right. So, you know, that poses a big hurdle. Christine posted a very, very, very lengthy Facebook post update Mm -hmm. where she refuted every single allegation that was made against her. She is still insisting that Natalia was 22 and she left her in the apartment. My God. She was saying she had, it was very long. She had an answer for every single fucking thing. I'll tell you what, it does not read as well as Spark. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. kind of coherent, mm-hmm. better than some people's, but not really. Like mm-hmm. she clearly had a ghostwriter in mm-hmm. that. She just refuted it, and she like uh, got information from her attorney. And this, she was like, "This is what my attorney said here." And it's like, you know, oh, uh, those uh, DNA tests couldn't be independently verified. Uh, okay. Yeah. What? It's not. It's not independently like, verified from whom you it, need a third not, party. It's like coming from a lab. Yeah, it's already a third party. Yeah, what, like, exactly. What, you have, want another one? You want to check the checkers? Yeah, and like, I'm what? sure that Nat- I bet that about Natalia, the teeth. What does she have to say about the teeth? She never talks about the teeth. She doesn't address the teeth. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. By the way, that production company is called Hot Snakes, and we were talking about that as to right. like what it could mean. Like, why? Why is that production company called Hot Snakes when there's a band it's called banned. Hot Snakes? Did they? Apparently, hot snakes is what people, it's like a euphemism for diarrhea for some people. Oh, my God. I mean, to wish I say exactly. (laughs) That is disgusting. It is disgusting, but it's also kind of reflective of the content. Is the snake supposed to be the poop that's coming out? Because Most certainly. Diarrhea is watery for me. It's not snake-like. Right. A snake's, that's a good poop. That's a hel- An S-shaped well, poop is a healthy poop. That's what... Oprah said. Yes. Well, right. actually, Dr. Oz. And you know what? We don't believe him anymore. But I. But there are health professionals that have said that... Are You've confirmed that? You've confirmed that with a third party? <laughs> I sure have. <laughs> no, I've written about this so much, yeah, about yeah, yeah. S-shaped poops and right. poop in general. Yeah, yeah, That's just like you're getting the right amount of fiber. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not too hard. It's not too soft. So I would say snakes. Mm, who came up with that description of well, diarrhea? It's, it's kind of like, I don't know. It's still evocative of shit. So it's figurative in yeah, a way. I guess. No. It's like all these snakes. Oh, are all this. There's well, a lot imagine, of snakes you, coming out of you at yes, the same time. Yeah, so it's if, like shooting streams. Right. Okay, also, if way, you imagine like shit as snakes, then the hot snakes would be diarrhea. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know it's, it's weird because it's like. Hot shit, though, that's like a, a good thing. Like when someone's hot shit, like she thinks she's hot shit. Right. Like people want like you aspire to be hot shit. Right. I Not really. No, it's it's a, like a backhanded compliment. Is it kind of? Yeah, I think so. I don't I've never heard someone say that. I've only heard someone say like hot shit in, in those derisive terms. Like you think you're this. Yeah. I've never heard somebody be like, you're the best. You're hot shit. I, I, you know, (laughs) like you don't just think you're hot shit. You are hot shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there's all there is like this is the hot shit, I guess. There's that kind of connotation. Merriam Webster defines it. Okay. As something or someone that is unusually good. Okay, sure. Hot stuff. Yeah. Especially someone who's very attractive, popular, or powerful. If shit is hot, isn't maybe the snakes go without saying that they've got some degree of heat? So that to know that they're hot means that they're hotter. Okay. You know? I guess. I'm never going to use that terminology. Me neither. I would never. I, I would never, no. A, although maybe now if I think about it, like I will. I say. Just as a, <laughs> as a callback, you know? I say diarrhea. Right. Because that's what it is. Well, speaking of that, before you get to it, do you, do you know um, Sexy Red? Hell yeah. Well, not personally, but yes. 
So, you know, Pound Town? Yes. I, I mean, I, I like had heard it, whatever, but I didn't pay attention to it, attention to it's it until good. recently. Yeah. She says my booty hole's brown. Yeah. I'm out of town, thugging with my round, my coochie pink, my booty hole brown. I listen what to that in the car in front of Uno sometimes. <laughs> I never, uh... I never needed to know the color of her asshole. I well, isn't you know? everyone's butthole brown unless you bleach it? I don't know. I think there's a wide range, actually. Yeah, I would say. Some personal news: I have been bleaching my asshole. <laughs> okay, with what? Hydroquinone? Hydroquinone? I, I don't know. Bleach, whatever they sell for bleaching buttholes. Uh, I I told you I hadn't looked at my butthole until like two months ago. I've never ever looked at my butthole okay. until two months ago, and the whole reason why I never did was because. I did not want to have body dysmorphia about another part of me. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what happened. Okay. (laughs) So yeah, I bent over, I took a picture like real high def with the flash and all of it. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe that people have been looking at this. I've been putting this in people's faces. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know. Why? Have you not, have you seen a butthole that wasn't brown? Yeah. And is that because, was it purple? No, I oh. wouldn't say so. Was I've it, seen like I've seen pink? all shades. Yeah, so it was a very I've young person, or they bleached it. I don't. I mean, I don't. I uh, think I just by it was a not a age. very young person. For okay, sure. well then they definitely bleached it because I think no, by I, a certain age, no, there's everyone's a, buttholes get. I don't get dark. think that's b- based on what age. No, but like based like you you know that for sure. Well, You've heard this. I, do you understand how much googling I did about assholes after I looked at mine? And it said that like they all turn colors. That's a fact that you pulled up? Yeah, it's a part of aging. So Well, it's a part of aging, meaning it's part of the aging process. It's not necessarily going to happen to everybody, though. There's a wide range, like everything. The skin between your butt cheeks and directly under your anus is generally darker than your actual skin. This can result generally friction, hormone changes, excess pigment. And then, so then I was like trying to find what a normal butthole looks like uh-huh. and of someone my age. A woman my age and that was like impossible because you know of course it was like a ton of porn came up Mm -hmm. and i was like no medical (laughs) like i wanted like medical pictures um i couldn't really get that either so then i was just looking at porn porn. i was looking at porn but like i'll tell you what i was unprepared for how gaping wide some people's assholes are like could not believe it yeah well Um, or you know able to gape no, I don't think many people walk around with like gaping white assholes all the time. It, but but it, it looked like that just, you know, <laughs> in it looked like that on camera. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, I just I didn't know. I didn't know it could be like that. Uh-huh. I mean, I guess I knew like with, you know, you poop, obviously it opens up and then but I thought it just like closed back up. <laughs> but it doesn't always, I guess. Well, for the most part, uh, I was shocked. And disgusted, actually. You know what, though? I do appreciate Sexy Red for saying that her booty hole is brown because I, as someone who's been experiencing anal uh, dysmorphia. <laughs> anal brownness. Uh, you're a person of anal brownness experience. <laughs> that was my dysmorphia. Um, can I talk to you a little about Cat Williams? So Cat Williams was on Club Shay Shay, which is Shannon sharps podcast never knew who shannon sharp was before i'm gathering that it's like some kind of a sports person okay um he's giant has a huge body probably football uh tight end football talking we're just talking about tight ends he was uh he was he was primarily with the broncos 
Did you listen to it or no, watch it? I just kind of saw the stories, but I kind of missed it. It was very much like he was trying to drop truth bombs. Right. Are you familiar with um, Jaguar? What's her name? Right. Jaguar Wright. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jaguar Wright. And she's like constantly doing this kind of yes. a thing. And it's like just a little bit over into like cuckoo land, like right. conspiracy theory. Yes. And I'm like, of course, at least a broken clock's going to be right twice a day. Yes. Kind of thing. Yes. Um, he was he was kind of venturing into that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay, I always thought he was gay and that mm-hmm. that everyone knew that. I didn't really follow his career that much. I've seen him on TV and stuff and he just uh, had sort of like a gay presentation to me. You know, he's wearing like Well, don't you think it would have been a huge deal if he especially because of the because uh, of the following that he does have that's so like, you know, mainstream black? To have somebody gay in that capacity. He's not even just, he's not even just mainstream black. He also like is very popular among the Jeff, Jeff Foxworthy type of crowd. Cause he, oh, I didn't know that. He's toured with him. And I, and I will say that I was very, very, very skeptical about a lot of things that he said in this interview about his reporting his own history. You know what yeah. I mean? He said that, you know, he left home when he was 13, that he got into college when he was seven. Right. And that he used to read 3000 books a year. And then that wasn't just like children's books. He said he read the entire encyclopedia, mm-hmm. you know, and I believe that he did that. I used to do shit like that. Mm-hmm. The odd vac. <laughs> <laughs> You know, don't tell mom the babysitter said she like takes yeah. the first book of the encyclopedia and makes him write a, a book report. Um <laughs> So, <laughs> so Cat Williams said he left home at 13. He emancipated himself. He hitchhiked down to Florida with, do a, that? with a truck driver and his, and his, he had his Rottweiler and like a bag of clothes and he got in a truck with a truck driver and the truck driver drove him down to Florida. I don't think any judge would be like, oh, okay, just get, get in the truck. Like, the, oh, you have nowhere to go. I mean, like if there was like some kind of adoptive family that were interested or something, you could see some court decision leading up to that. But just like, I want to bounce at 13. No. I can't imagine that. No, I can't imagine. No, that doesn't so, happen. So I mean, perhaps it wasn't legal and he did it, but like it's uh-huh. still, oh, I mean, okay. he definitely he emancipated himself. Perhaps, he right. but he did say that over uh, like religious arguments with his dad uh-huh. and I, it sounds to me like it does sound to me that his father accused him of being gay right he religious arguments say that. you would think religious and, it was, arguments. and it was about sex right and you would think he was raised jehovah's jehovah's witness okay and so you would think that that's what it is and it and he what he didn't get very specific right on the show but that's but it, if it was jehovah's witness it could have been any sex it could have been, been any sex easily sex with absolutely with woman absolutely girl i guess but like his his parents were accusing him of some of something he said didn't happen he's five five yeah he's tiny a little tiny guy five five yeah he's this guy has a napoleon complex i think Uh uh-huh um when once i tell you some of the stuff that i learned since digging so so this interview like it piqued my interest i was like i need to know everything about this guy it was a viral thing yeah did you watch the whole three hours yeah 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 wow and, and did you like it? Were you laughing? There were parts I was laughing a lot. When he talks about Steve Harvey, it's really funny. I bet. What does he say I, about Steve Harvey? Um, he's the reason why Steve Harvey start, stopped wearing a wig because they were at like some comedy, like, I don't know, roast off or something uh-huh. like that. And he was, and he said something about his lace front. 
Um, <laughs> and then Steve Harvey's just stopped wearing wigs after that. Um, Steve Harvey's stolen one of his jokes before. And so oh, I, man, that's I watched so it. so funny. Yes. Look at it. Oh, my God. I forgot that Steve Harvey had that. Yeah. Steve Harvey is full of That's shit. That's what he was saying. He was like, yeah. And then he's like, he, he, he was always like, oh, I owe my wife everything. My wife, my wife. Yeah. And then he, now he has another wife. Yeah, and he's exactly. Like, and he's like, oh, okay. Now he just owes her everything. I read Think Like a Man. Yeah, so he was talking about that. He was, it's the worst book. It's it, it, The advice is based on Steve Harvey's parents. Yeah, it, just anecdotal. Anecdotal. Personal anecdotes. And it's it's always like... And it's that backhanded way of being like, women, you're so smart. So we're going to task you with twice the amount of work to figure yeah. out men's stupid shit. Exactly. Um, but yeah, he went in really hard on Steve Harvey. I thought that part was funny. Yeah. He does not like Kevin Hart, uh-huh. Steve Harvey, and Cedric the Entertainer. Okay. And this guy Faison, who uh-huh. Faison has outed him, or not outed, but like has like said he was gay. Okay. I think back in like 20, 2017, 2016, uh-huh. 2017 uh-huh. on like an, a radio interview or something. Okay. Cat Williams won an Emmy for being on Atlanta, uh-huh. the, the show. Yeah. And so, as like special guest or yeah. whatever, one of those Emmys. Is he in the, is he in the second, is he the one with the, who has the alligator in his house? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the beginning of the second season, I think. I think so. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Good for him. He has one biological child. Cat and then, Yes. And then he adopted seven children. And in some of the sources, it says that the seven children belong to his first wife that he has his um, son with. Uh-huh. It, they were her children from previous relationships. And um, he took them in. They were otherwise they were going to have to go into foster care because she was like so fucked up on drugs. Yeah. He also says he's never done a hard drug in his life. Really? And if you listen to what his 2016 sounds like, that's really hard to believe. And also the sweating. I thought that it was kind of weird that he kept talking about like like he won't wear a dress if he's in a movie. To me, it sounded like the Lady Doth protest too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little bit. It just was reading like that. Well, maybe after, I mean, after being accused of gay by like a high, in such a high profile way. Yes. Perhaps that's why he's protesting, you know? Yes. But you know, he apparently was was refusing to do these things even before. Like he didn't want to uh-huh. play the he's he said that he didn't want to have a rape a, a man being raped. Um, and he like definitely talked his way around that. Like he was like, I just think that rape is never funny. And okay, that's a good that's a good argument mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. But it just with all the other stuff, it's um it just kind of seems like he has an issue with being portrayed as being emasculated. Right. So here are like just a couple clips that I took. I my goal was to get this far in Hollywood and still have a virgin asshole <laughs> and never have sucked a penis. That was my only goal. The only goal. That's weird. Right? Um, he also said that Harvey Weinstein offered to suck his dick. Right. Martin tried to put me in my first dress. When he had to go on his hiatus, he tell me, Kat, when I come back, I need you. You my young partner. You my brother in comedy. When I come back, just promise me that my next movie, it'll be me and you. We're going to do it together. We're going to do some buddy cop shit. I said, Martin, you got my motherfucking word, my nigga. Go do what you got to do. When you come back, I'm in your movie. Don't trip. I don't need to see the script or nothing. You know, we get in that office and this fool pull out Big Mama's house, too. I almost died. And I got to read this script from all these good white people. Where this nigga want me to get in a dress with him. And I'm literally saying to everybody, why is he in a dress again? 
You already played the old lady as an FBI agent. We can play anything now. We can be playing a dog catcher this time. Why do we need to be in a dress? And I get so it's mad, I say, you don't want me. Yeah, you want Brandon T. Jackson. And that's who they went and got. Here's another thing about dresses. He told everybody was Cat Williams. Hey, hey, don't nobody know who he is? I'm on the radio. I'm with Steven Said. Everybody know me. That's what he He's told everybody that would listen He's to about what? Ricky said. Smiley. That's the truth of the matter. He was so egregious. Not now. Then he was so egregious that and Hollywood has never heard this in a hundred years. He was so egregious. I put in my contract that I won't work with Ricky Smiley again unless he's in a dress. Now, what was Ricky Smiley's next movie? Was it First Sunday? Did he wear a dress in it? You bet he did. It's in my contract. Why would you put that in your, in your contract, Cat? That's where he's the, a believable actor. Him and Tyler Perry can't play a man to save their life. They play good women. And I believe that the best actor should be in the best role. Well, that one thing that would be useful is if you could orient me, us, as to like what what your overall take on this is like what oh okay uh, do you think he's full of shit do you think he's crazy what I do you think, think okay you think he's gay I've been all over the place with it yeah just yeah just a unifying I don't know if he's gay I think that he has issues definitely surrounding it mm -hmm. I think that he's really funny there was a lot of things that he said that I laughed at yeah and then also like I was very skeptical about his history Claims. all the, the different things he's claimed in his past and one of the things he claimed was that. He could run, he could do a 40 yard dash in 4.4 seconds, which like apparently is like incredibly, incredibly fast. Like, you know, people in the NFL strive for that. Uh -huh. um, and I was like, yeah, right. Um, he can. He has videos of himself doing it. Okay. And right. so then I was like, okay, because um, I really thought he was lying about that shit. Yeah. And so maybe some of these things are true or okay. like there's a version of it that's right. true. You so know? not entirely crazy like people were saying. No. Wasn't the reaction that but he was he crazy? Does, he talks about Illuminati. No, the reaction was just like he was just like talking shit and like uh, oh, he doesn't really? care. Yeah, he doesn't okay. give a fuck. Like he doesn't care who he's pissing off. He doesn't whatever. But he says things that are like conspiracy adjacent. So like uh -huh. he was like Kevin Hart is an industry plant. He talks about the Illuminati like it's actually real. Right. I mean, who knows if this is even like a giant, giant joke that he's playing straight. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. So my feelings on him were like, you know, a little of a side eye, but not bad. He's still funny, whatever. Right. And then I did research into his background in just in terms of court records, uh -huh. court documents arrest records he has a very 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 lengthy arrest history mm. since he's been famous mm -hmm. but he's never served time in prison mm -hmm. and he says it's because he didn't do the things that they're saying he did i think a lot of the times it's because he has really good lawyers and they plea down a lot of things mm -hmm. and then other things just get dropped because people don't want to pursue it and blah 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 um he also sometimes gets sued and then he settles out of court so they'll shut up and go away right there's a lot of different arrests like burglary and blah 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 and i just want to focus on the violent ones because uh -huh. they really changed my mind about him as a person mm -hmm. and i think that he sucks it's wild to me that he's not canceled over this shit mm -hmm. like who cares about what he says on an interview this is all public this is stuff people have it's talked all, about all public stuff people have talked about but you know he's cleaned up his act a lot right. since before the pandemic uh -huh. and i'm just gonna focus on the people who've worked for him mm -hmm. who have reported stuff because there's all and there's also been like people he's like beaten up allegedly 
um, like a fan, but uh-huh. he punches people all the time. A 17 year old, there's a video of him and the 17 year old choked him out. Like he ended up passing out. He, he punched a 17 year old and he sucker punched him in the face during a soccer game. And that's another thing. Why is he playing soccer with these 17 year old boys? He was arrested mm. another time for hitting a 17 year old boy in Why 2009. Why is he playing soccer with 17 year old boys? Right. In 2009. He Are there was, other adults there? Didn't seem like it. In in 2000 what? in 2009 he was arrested in Gainesville, Florida for punching a 17 year old. An, a different 17 year old. A different one. This is <laughs> like 10 years before that. Why is he hanging out with that 17 year old? Exactly. And then in 2009, wait, I think that was 2011. Uh-huh. He got arrested for punching some a 17 year old in Florida. 2009, a 17 year old called 911. This is the third 17 year old you're telling me about. Yeah. Well, this is the. The first 17 year old, I kind of t- right. told them in backwards but order it, it, I, that you mentioned. Yeah. So I saying. keep it, the yeah. onion kept peeling and I was like, what the fuck? All right. So here I'll just, I'll play you the 911 call. And it's like, uh, what? And then you tell me like what you hear in this, you know? Okay. Sure. Scarry County, now one upper to 106, first your emergency. Um, I'm being held against my will. Um, at and house and I need um Okay, do you have the addresses of the house? Thirty in Noonan. Okay, and what's your name? Yes, ma'am. Okay, and who's holding you against your will? Um a man, um, his name's Cat Williams. Okay, and do you live with this person? How do you know them? Um he he was a friend of mine. Okay, hold on one second. Let me Why get does he have 17-year-old friends? Does he have any weapons, you know? This is a 17-year-old friend. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. This is now one with a transfer. The caller's advised that he is being held against his will by Cat Williams. Go ahead and speak to him, okay? Yes, ma'am. Hello? Yes, sir. How you doing? All right. Um, I'm trying to get to the airport. I have plane tickets waiting for me. Okay. And um and the gentleman will not let us leave. I had a ride, and um he wouldn't let our ride take us there. So you said Cat Williams is holding you? Yes, sir. Okay, so that's really weird, right? And I couldn't find anything about it. And then in in December he was detained for questioning, but not arrested after he was confronted in a Walmart by family members of his girlfriend. So that's like. Why did the family members confront him at Walmart? Yeah. Like, what the fuck what is that, that about? about? Two of the lawsuits were not reported, but I found mm-hmm. them in Pacer. These other lawsuits, they were reported, but they didn't like report the extent and how fucked up this shit was. So in October 2012, mm-hmm. his personal assistant, Melissa Ishag, I don't know how to pronounce her name, I S H A G E, Ishag, she sued him mm-hmm. for battery. On October 6, 2012, He threatened to strike her and raised his open hand in a manner so as to cause plaintiff to reasonably believe she was about to be struck in a harmful and offensive manner. This was in her complaint? Yes. Due to defendant's prior acts of threats toward plaintiff, including but not limited to actually hitting and grabbing plaintiff, a reasonable person in plaintiff's situation would have been offended by the threatened violent touching. At no time during the events described in the preceding paragraph, nor at any time prior, did plaintiff consent to any of defendant's and does one through 100 threatened contact. So does are the people that like were beating her up because he told them to. Mm-hmm. Um, but she doesn't know their names. And that ha- that comes up a lot in these lawsuits. And she she alleges he hit her. And I think that that was settled out of court. 
it it's not clear. Then in April 2014, this woman named Jamila Majesty, she filed a lawsuit. She said that he beat her up. There's pictures of her face, too. Wow. Okay. She was beaten beyond recognition, basically. Mm-hmm. She's like really fucked up. She's an actress and she said that she met him at a movie premiere Mm -hmm. like that month or something. He invited her over. So he invited her upstairs. He had a a gun in his holster and he had a holster on his on his belt. According to what is this according to her complaint? Her complaint. Yeah. Then she said that he put on videos of his own performances (laughs) and they had to watch them. (laughs) And he got irked when she would look away from the screen to ask him a question. (laughs) And so then he went downstairs for something. So then she decided to go to the bathroom. And when she came out of the bathroom, she said, as I came out, Kat asked me what I was doing. I told him I was using the restroom. He said, no one uses his bathroom. From there, I was immediately rushed and attacked by all five people. I was beat in the face, taking every single blow. I did not throw one punch or kick ever. Majesty claimed William spoke of God while he burned her with cigarettes on her face and cheeks and repeatedly screamed, are you a Michael Jackson fan? He has a thing. He hates Michael Jackson. Really? Yeah. He has a whole thing about him wanting to be a white woman in his whole life and then running to like the black community when he got in trouble for the child molestation allegations Mm -hmm. and stuff. Mm -hmm. And he believes that Michael Jackson was molesting children. They wouldn't let her leave for three hours. They would only take breaks to smoke pot and cigarettes. And she said that um, he put one girl in charge to decide whether or not she should leave. She ordered her to strip naked. And then she said, to my surprise, Kat said, let her go. And he said, did not go to the police um, because he had he knew gang members that would finish her. Mm-hmm. So she did immediately go to the police and nothing happened. Like, that's the other thing is that these women do go to the police and the police and you saw her face. That was fucked up. He didn't serve time for that. Yeah. Well, that's I mean, like, well, so how was it resolved? I think that they settled out of court. Yes, they did. They settled in 2018. So it wasn't a criminal Look, it no, wasn't a criminal did. investigation at all. No, they oh, did have they a criminal did. one, but he just was let off. He was, they decided, I don't know, not to move forward with it. Right. Or she, but she went and got a police report. She went to the police. Right. She was paid more than 10000 and probably her attorney's fees. Okay, so then the next one, this woman, Angela Triplett. This is what she alleges in her complaint in a lawsuit that she filed in 2016. She was his personal assistant and she like knew him for like a decade. She met him in like 2003 when the Isley brothers were on tour because she was their personal assistant. Mm -hmm. And so every once in a while over the next 10 years, whenever he was in that town that she lived in, he would ask for her to be his assistant for like the the period of time that he was there. And she said that they had, you know, a good working relationship. Mm -hmm. So he beat her so bad in September 2014, according to her, that she was hospitalized for three days. So the complaint says she was working with him on a movie set. She, he asked her to be his assistant during this. She was at the movie set and she left like the trailer or whatever to walk outside to take a phone call. She returned to the transportation caravan that they had all arrived in. And suddenly defendant angrily ordered her back into the vehicle. After getting her back in the vehicle, he violently lunged toward her, snatched her cell phone out of her hand and angrily threw her phone inside the vehicle. She became extremely frightened and fearful for her well-being as she had previously witnessed Williams violently beat other women in her presence while gloating about these disgusting acts after committing them. After throwing Triplett's phone, Williams exclaimed, bitch, get out of my truck. In response to Williams' demand, Triplett grabbed her cell phone and exited the vehicle. She responded calmly, stating, I'm not a bitch cat. You and I know you are bigger than that. And (laughs) she repeated the word bigger than that. And that made him fly into another rage Uh and i think that's because he's short 
Right. <laughs> I think it's a little like short man problem, like wanting to fucking just like prove he's a tough guy. Upon being struck by William, she immediately hit the ground, slamming her head against the concrete. She went unconscious. Um, she was at UCLA Medical Center for three days. Three days. They admitted her. Wow. You believe that? And she got a lot of fucking money because he just stopped engaging with the lawsuit. Really? Yeah. It only got settled in December 2022. Wow. She and filed that yet? in 2016. Wow. She, about $1.6 million. I'm assuming she never received any payments because then in December 2003, so a month ago, he filed a motion to set aside the default judgment saying that like he had lost contact with his lawyers and he didn't know that there was a default judgment or there was even supposed to be a hearing. So yeah. So now there's going to be a new hearing over that in two weeks. Okay. Then a woman named Ashima Franklin, she also filed a lawsuit in August of 2016. Uh So she's, she's a comedian, Ashima Franklin. She went on tour with him over the course of five years, like, Almost every tour. He that's the thing is he constantly tours. He's always touring and he always brings a lot of people with him. He I think he makes a shit ton of money touring. Uh-huh. So, you know, she'd been on these tours with him over the course of five years. She did say that in 2012 he hit her in the face, but he profusely apologized to her and said it would never ever happen again. And then she forgave him. So she agreed to go on another tour. It started in the fall of 2015. Mm-hmm. And he was acting even worse. And then in January of 2016, the continuation of that tour. She said she noticed a considerable change in his demeanor towards her. Listen to what he did to this fucking girl. Allegedly. Allegedly. What she alleges in her complaint. Mm -hmm. And this is someone that clearly like needed him and needed the money that he was providing because she was getting initially she was for this tour. She was getting twenty five hundred a show and there's a hundred shows that they were doing. And that's a lot of money, you know, and that's some that's like your whole year. Toward the end of January, they just completed a a show in Miami. They were riding the bus and they were on the way to the next city. She started eating food in the microwave and she offered her food to a bunch of the other people, including him. And he said, hell no, bitch, and demanded to know why she believed she had the right to eat. Plaintiff informed defendant that she needed to eat because she suffered from motion sickness and that she was feeling ill. In response, he said, fuck you and your food, bitch. Defendant Williams then proceeded to take plaintiff's food out of the microwave. Upon retrieving the food, defendant Williams assaulted plaintiff by throwing the piping hot food at her, striking her directly in the face and chest. So then a week or two later, the group was playing cards in defendant Williams hotel room. Again, he continued to call her a bitch and then began to boast that he had million dollar bitches wanting him like Christina Milian. And then inquired, why am I sitting here with this hillbilly Alabama backwards ass $3 pussy bitch? In response, she was stunned and silent and completely embarrassed by his words. The next day, they all get into the vehicles that are waiting to like escort them to the show. She's sitting in the vehicle and defendant Williams aggressively flung open the door and began a curse filled tirade directed toward her. Then suddenly, in a fit of rage, he lunged inside the vehicle and began to repeatedly and violently strike plaintiff in her face with his fist and mobile phone. With defendant refusing to allow plaintiff to exit the vehicle, terrified and fearing for her life, she attempted to defend herself by forcing Williams off her in order to exit the vehicle and escape his vicious attack. Finally, upon exiting the vehicle, during her attempt to flee the scene, she was subjected to a brutal blindside attack by two of defendant Williams' female cohorts, Doe defendants. He... Settled this like almost immediately after it was filed. Is the pattern? Yeah, in uh, February he allegedly attacked four women outside of a club in Georgia. 
Um, the case is actually still going on. They wanted him prosecuted. And then they said that they felt really failed by the, the police because they just decided to not pursue it. Wow. So then they decided to sue him civilly because they were like, what the fuck? So in February of 2016, and this is crazy. In uh, February of 2016, it was like late at night, like two in the wow. morning. They were outside of a club on Peachtree Street, which is like the main street in Atlanta. And they saw they ended up seeing Cat Williams. He approached them while they were walking into the place and two of the women asked if they could take their picture with him. Mm -hmm. And he said yes. But one of the women showed no interest in taking a photo with him and began to walk away toward the establishment. He became very angry and irate. And while following the plaintiffs, began to verbally attack her while repeatedly referring to her as a bitch and big Frida. Plaintiff responded by saying comedian Kevin Hart was funnier than defendant Cat Williams. Defendant Williams retreated to one of his seven black SUVs, returned with three females who began to physically attack the plaintiffs. He tackled plaintiff to the ground and he and defendant Smith continued to physically and violently attack her, including but not limited to striking her about her head with their fists, kicking and stomping her with their feet and ripping the crotch from her clothing. While the defendant was being attacked, Cat Williams violently snatched the plaintiff's cell phones and shoes and threw the items across the street. One plaintiff attempted to render aid to the other plaintiff who was being physically attacked, and then she got physically attacked by all of them, causing her injuries. And then the other woman tried to get into her the vehicle that she just got out of, and defendant Cat Williams' security detail violently snatched her cell phone from her hand, resulting in her hand being fractured. The other girl ran back to her vehicle, called 911, and was chased and physically and violently attacked by one of defendant Cat Williams' security detail. They were able to escape and re-enter their vehicle, locked the door, and repeatedly called 911. However, plaintiffs were prevented from leaving the scene of the incident because the front and back of their vehicle was blocked by three of Defendant Cat Williams' SUVs. Moreover, Defendant Cat Williams stood in front of their vehicle, pointed a gun toward the plaintiffs while flashing street gang signs. Defendant Cat Williams also spat on the vehicle the plaintiffs occupied while one of the three females took photographs of their vehicle. And they were all injured. She had the one girl had a contusion to her eye and a fractured hand. Oh my God. It, it's crazy. Um, they all went to the emergency room. Jesus. And that is an ongoing case. Mm-hmm. Uh, March 16th, he was there's, arrested for there's more. I thought you were just going through the people that he knew. Th- I am. Oh, how did th- you know were, any of those? Oh, no. I just wanted to say that just because that was extremely violent. Yeah. And then, so this is the rest of his 2016. He gets. Arrested for um, assaulting his bodyguard. Uh-huh. And he threatened to kill the bodyguard. Uh-huh. While an acquaintance beat him with a baseball bat and choked him, mm-hmm. according to his statement. And he ended up not going to prison. He had to go to jail, but then was like, he was taken into custody, and then they like let him go. Well, what actually happened, though? Like, what was the legal process that... Why does this keep happening? I've looked to see how everything was adjudicated and yeah. nothing was reported. Right. And he's never been to prison, which right. would mean that he was either got a plea or they decided to stop pursuing it. Right. Then in July, 2016, he was arrested for battery of a female employee. He allegedly punched his personal assistant, Yadira Torres in the face. He did go to jail for that. Like they came and arrested him Mm -hmm. in the parking lot when, Mm -hmm. when that happened, then the judge ended up awarding her more than $200,000 because um, she suffered a concussion, stomach pain, bruising, spent a day recovering at Sherman. She was spent a day at the hospital. That's crazy to be beaten up that bad. 
there's so many more arrests and stuff, but like it's just too much to get into. Mm-hmm. But they're violent. Yeah. Where he is beating the shit That's allegedly really crazy out of people. That there's so much. That of was that. just from one year. Yeah. 2016. The he whole, he yeah. went off in 2016. Like I tried to come up with a comprehensive list, and the reason why I just focused on these is because I don't think I could come up with a comprehensive list. Wow. There's so many. He doesn't. They don't mention any violent arrests. They don't mention any of it. In, and there's so many. There's one he's arrested because he like threw a salt shaker at some like waiter and it, like it fucked up his teeth and his oh mouth God. and his mouth was bleeding. There, he seemed like he was like Tasmanian devil during that 2016 tour. Right. So that totally changed my mind about him. I do think he says funny things that turns me off. Fair. You know? <laughs> yes. And I can't believe that he could go on to these podcasts like Mark Marin. Or Club Shay Shay, and he is not questioned at all right. about those things, right. any of those things. Right. I don't get it. That's it's wild. Yeah. It's an echo chamber. Yes. Well, uh, what? What? But we you should have something wrap. to tell. Oh. No, no, we should wrap. Oh wait, I have a correction. Okay. It's not really a correction, but remember when we were talking about lizard lips, and I was lizard like, pe- people call people lizard lips. I was thinking of liver lips. People do call people liver lips, <laughs> <laughs> but why? I don't know because it looks like the side of a liver, right? Oh, does it? I think so. Is, it doesn't have to do with like being jaundice or something. I don't. I I I honestly don't know. <laughs> I imagine somebody with a real long, flat, like bop, 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 mouth. Okay. Oh, liver. It's somewhat dated. Yes. Typically used to describe someone with unusually red or swollen lips. Swollen. Often mm. due to excessive drinking or alcohol-related uh, conditions. That is it. You got it. Liver lips. Um, I, it's fun like fact. Runny nose, I guess. I oh, that counts as a fun Hell fact. Hell yeah. <laughs> um pod psychology uh, patreon.com slash pod psychology for bonuses we're gonna go do that rate and review hey yeah call us 347-450-4239 and like i said before natalia grace that's patreon.com slash pod psychology that's our premium tier wawu yeah we did we did an emergency three-part and what and yes and one of the good things about it too is that tracy froze on like every document on screen which often disprove the narrative that's being but told were, but they were literally by verbalizing production, yeah by production is, is crafted this thing that's counter to the evidence that they present which is a real weird kind of easter egg it also you know, they, surprise it, we're lying <laughs> but well, i think that they think that the audience is dumb I, I'm sh- and i think I'm that sure a lot of do. them are well i wouldn't be surprised people rarely impress me <laughs> Um, and that's it okay Merry Christmas (laughs) Merry Christmas